0: Welcome back, WNST, Towson, Baltimore, and WNST.net. We are live on Radio Row. It's all things Super Bowl 52. It's all brought to you by Howard Bank, as well as our friends at Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast in the Maryland Jockey Club, where they are racing at Laurel this weekend. Luke Jones riding shotgun, and you know, our table's right by the Jaguars' table. It is. And I, someone said, well, they just bought the table in case they were in the game. And i yeah, okay, great, whatever. The table will be <laughs> empty. Yeah, great, whatever. Well, today, all the Jaguars' stuff shows up, and then late in the day, this mountain of a man who's less of a mountain, you know, than, than he used to be, and uh, you know, I'm hoping for you. I've made the case for you, not against you well, for I the appreciate Hall of Fame, that. Tony Pusselli, but, that. But you know, the weird, here's your humility. This is everybody would say this about you, and you're this sort of the famous everyman of football. But you came up, and you're like, yeah, calling a game for Westwood One this weekend, and I'm thinking to myself that's not what's really going on for you this oh, week oh yeah you got the Hall of Fame too. <laughs> so. thinking like you know uh, i'd be mentioning that just a little bit if i were you Well, i'm trying
1: to focus on things i have something that i can control a little bit that hall of fame is out of my control there's gonna be 48 guys voting on that saturday afternoon
0: so try not to think too much about it it's hard but not you to think of well, everybody's saying it yeah you, that's right? what i'm saying but I mean, people love you your friend everybody's cheering for you in some way i just need those 48 guys cheering for me and then we'll be fine <laughs> Well, I talked to uh, you know, I talked to Shireen too. So we'll throw her okay, right in there, there too. Lady voters, too. But uh, you know, on that end, Ray is a part
2: of this. Oh, no, he's getting in. Hey. He's walking into the hall fame. He's dan- he's doing the squirrel into the hall fame. You know, no, I mean, there's no come on.
1: <laughs> so the way I look at it, there's there's one 100% guy getting in and there's a 99% guy getting in. It's Ray and Randy Moss. I mean, yeah. two, I mean two iconic players. I mean, if you look at there we played in I mean, if you said middle – just say middle linebacker, the first thing that's come to mind is Ray Lewis. Well,
0: I mean, you're a great gauge of this. So instead of you telling me how great you were versus Pace or yeah, odd, sure. I mean, you didn't play against them. You played against Ray. Yeah, I mean, he's outstanding. He's an outstanding player. Was he player. the best player you ever chin-strapped on and looked across? No, no. I wouldn't say that, but it's
1: I, that it wouldn't be me because – he is a guy that did so much more than just engage offensive linemen. And so, and so when I'm playing Baltimore, I'm more worried about With Michael McCrary than sure. Ray Lewis. And, and no sure. disrespect to Ray Lewis. He was, but he was a, the heartbeat of that football team. But he's a guy that was so smart and that he could diagnose things, but he also had the athletic ability to run things sideline to sideline. And uh, just an overall, you know, he could come downhill. He could do it all. He could cover you, especially in his early days. Then when he got older, he became more of just a— you know a two down type of linebacker but for 12 14 whatever number of years he could do everything on that football field and uh he was tough and, and then on top of it when they were really good you couldn't get to him half the time because he had saragusa <laughs> and sam adams in there so that helps. it's 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 not only bad enough you got a great you know future hall of fame linebacker you're trying to chase down and get you got these
0: two big old dudes covering you up and you can't get there now he's Making every play. You know, when they talk about front four defensively, greatest defensive line is what... I did NFL films this week. I shot my uh, top 10. And one of the categories was greatest D-lines ever. And they said to me that Bart Scott screamed about the 6 Ravens and the Ravens front and the defense. And I said, uh, you know, you give me the front four of that Ravens team. And and I wish I were the wacky sports radio guy I was 20 years ago. And we were in the studio and I had a phone. Because I would just blind call McCrary right now. I have his number. I would call him and pipe him in. And say, Mac, you make the case for Bacelli because I'm sure he would be the first guy yeah, to sit talk about, to talk about you.
1: Well, when you talk <laughs> about a guy who does not get any credit for the type of player he was in the era we played, I mean, he was a double digit sack guy every year. I mean, he was dominant, Michael McCrary. With bad knees, too. Oh, uh, he had bad everything because uh, yeah. he <laughs> just abused himself. Because he, play, but he, he played. played so hard. Right, I mean, right. like my, no wonder, Mike, everything hurts. You're trying, <laughs> you know, he never takes a playoff. Um, but you look at, you had McCrary. Rob Burnett, Burnett, I mean Goose and Sam, Sam, and then on third down, let's not forget a bull coming on 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 the front. Well, they rotated
0: in Webster and Jelly, and you know, and
1: and my point is, but that front seven was dominant. I mean, they were. I mean, they're the best scoring defense in the history of the game, which we scored, I think 35 points and on. You, Let's guys not some, that. you guys
0: had some pretty good teams. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did. Jimmy Smith still talk about yeah, that. Jimmy S- they still haven't covered Jimmy Smith that day. They're still trying to figure that out.
1: The second time they played a little less uh, single, single coverage. And uh, I don't bring we that we up between little
2: starts often. Yeah, I wouldn't because yeah, yeah. 285. <laughs> See, I, I think back to the year before when you, you and the Ravens played that six to three game in Jacksonville. That was, uh, a, and that that was the, a battle. So the Ravens oh. defense was on the rise. Jacksonville had a pretty good yeah, defense. That was a
1: battle. Yeah. I mean, it was, the game. Uh, I can't remember if that was the first or second game we played him, because I think we beat him really bad the first time we played him. Uh, or, he not really bad, but pretty easily. Sure. In uh, that game, though... But you guys were good. You were 13-3 kind of good. Yeah, we actually, that year we were 14-2. And, two. And, two. Yeah. and that team, man, they took us... We couldn't do anything. Now, thankfully, they were worse than us on offense. They could do less. But that defense was so tough, because they, they could stop the run, and we liked to run the ball, because we had Freddie T, and we wanted to run it. That we were a run-first football team. And uh, they took that away, and they forced us to do things that, you know, we could do with Jimmy and Mark and Keenan, but it wasn't our bread and butter. And, and then they could cover outside. Uh, they were, uh, you know, and they had, you know, Woodson running around in mid- midfield, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. So outstanding. It was that division back then with the Ravens and the Steelers and the Titans and us. The Bengals were, you know, kind of an afterthought yeah. a little bit. But those
2: were battles. I mean, you knew you had six, like, gruesome, Physical games a year in that division. It's really true because I we see what Ravens Steelers has evolved into when they realigned the division yeah, in two thousand two. But I mean, and I tell younger Ravens fans who don't remember those early years quite as much. I say the old AFC Central with the Ravens with Tennessee and Jacksonville. That was just every bit the rivalry that Raven Steelers eventually became. Absolutely. Uh, well, it on. never I mean, had a chance to fizzle out. It was stopped.
0: Right. It, it was literally stopped. That was so
1: disappointing for us, I know that, that when they did the realignment, I was like, put us up. Let, let us go with the... Ravens, the Steelers. And make it the Ravens, Steelers, Titans, and us. I mean, that would be Make the Bengals and Browns go somewhere else.
0: I mean, <laughs> I think it's all worked out okay <laughs> no, for Robinson, yeah. especially with the NFC and the realignment of the South it there has. and, it has. you know, making sure the 49ers aren't playing the East Coast anymore. Oh, and all overall, that. it's good. Yeah. It's the right thing. I'm just saying, selfishly, I'd much rather. That, but, you well, know, in saying that, you've created your own thing in Jacksonville, and this is sort of the re-Renaissance with Coach Coughlin coming back, and I know you have great affinity for he and he for you yep. and all that, but uh, is this uh, it feels like the beginning of something there. It feels like, the, okay, you didn't make it this year, but that thing the next three or four years, it wasn't a fluke. It feels like it's something that's getting better. You know,
1: and it's interesting. Back when we were really good early, it was more offensive stars. Mm-hmm. And we had good defensive players. We were on Tony Brackens and Gary Walker, Kevin Hardy. Hardy? Sure, But it was kind of, you know, it was the Offense, sure. you know, with Freddie T and, and, and Mark and Jimmy and Keenan. This is the opposite. This is a defense. This is almost like the Ravens. I mean, it's all about defense. And all about swagger. Oh, oh I mean, right. Like it, which reminds me of the defense. I mean, Ray coming out <laughs> doing that stupid dance. Just, I mean, sitting on the sidelines. I'm like, what is, come on, what are we doing? <laughs> Did what you
0: watch we? it or not watch it? I watched and laughed. Okay, I'm going to ask every person that was ever on the field because everyone has a different association. How could to you that?
2: not? I mean, how could you not watch it, whether
0: you like I it or not? Right. I mean, I knew Ray, but <laughs> and Ray's great and he's doing Pagano what Pagano he- said. He he would tell his players watch it, but then worry like maybe some of them would be a little shook up by watching it. You know, I, I just laughed. It? I thought it was great. I thought this is this is like almost comedy.
1: <laughs> now it worked for him. That's all that matters. It worked for his team. Um, but it, uh, whip the crowd I would into hate, a frenzy. It worked. the cra- I would hate to see if if any player said
2: that intimidated them. They should go change professions. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I'm mean, talking
2: dancing. What <laughs> if does it that matter? intimidated them, they were thinking more about the player doing exactly. that, not well, the no, But itself. I think in
0: the building coming down on you a little bit. Yeah, that was very I think that unique it, sure. to Baltimore. It I think, was. Right? It was. But. Uh,
1: yeah, but this Jaguar defense reminds me of that. I mean, they have real swagger. They have real personality. They literally think they're they world beaters at all times, and they go out there and they press the envelope. I mean, they go to the edge and sometimes over the edge a little bit. Um, and that's what this team's built on, and that's what it's going to be built on, at least in the near future. Uh, it, it's their trademark, much like back when the Ravens were great. It was the defense that was the trademark.
0: I don't want a lot of do-overs in life, but I want a do-over on Wembley. I mean we we need to redo that one. That was <laughs> you should because that was an afternoon. <laughs> I mean that was a I, mean, I saw as last time I saw you we were you know, and they had the greatest little crumpets there in the yeah, uh, in yeah. the press box and, like, and Wembley. It was delicious. And I see you at halftime and I mean I look like I was white as a ghost. Like I, I thought mean. we would
1: win. I mean I thought we'd beat the Ravens that we were a better team at that point. I thought it would be tight. I
2: thought it would be 16-13. Uh, yeah,
1: I thought, like, we're not going to – because I thought the defense would be good for you guys. I knew our defense. I knew Flacco was still working his way sure. into it. He
2: was going to struggle a little bit. But
0: that? I think there's an inherent. I mean, benefit it, it was a runaway. a massive. Well, you guys go every year, so I think that there is for the Ravens organization, for everyone, from the ticket salesman to the president of the team. Everyone had all of this recon they had to do on that game because you have never been as an organization. Every how does that affect new. the players? I don't great. know, but I, I mean, intent. from a you guys know how to how to go
1: there. Okay, though. but here's a, okay from a staff. You're right, no sure. doubt about it. But remember, we had a bunch of new coaches had never done it before. Good point. That's true. Yeah. I don't think Clays Campbell, AJ Boy had ever been over there. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, Cam Robinson. We had a lot of guys that had never been there. And uh, now, but overall, you're right. As an organization, we know how to travel there. We know what to expect. But that's not why you guys got your butts kicked. <laughs> no, was, we got our butts kicked <laughs> because we got our butts kicked. It was, I was shocked at that. And my favorite was afterwards, uh, uh, who I really like, John Harbaugh. I think he's a great coach. I have so much, such a respect for him, uh, the way he handles things, the way he's done things. But I thought it was funny. Like, he's like, I never want to come back to London again. Like, blaming (laughs) that was the reason you were bad.
0: (laughs) All right, so if you were voting for the Hall of Fame, would you vote for you? Uh, you I'm not going to do it. Because,
1: so my my whole thing, ever since the semifinals and finals have come, you know, the last few years, I've been asked that all the time. And the reason I don't like talking about it is not because it's very important, but I don't want to ever talk down another player. Because if I'm talking myself up, like, oh, I'm better than this. I should be in, instead yeah, of that guy. That's not right, because, right. because there's, there's 14 enough. other guys there. Sure. I can make the case for right now. You go down the list, I'll make a case for it. Ah,
0: well, that's what I said. You know, my wife said, who else is on with Ray last week? And I read the names off, and I'm like, there's nobody here to belong. I mean, I can make a case for any of them. Yeah. I don't know that I'd want to make a case against them. The case against you would be longevity. That's you right. know that. Yeah, did, I mean, and, and, and that would be the deciding factor that you would have to decide if you were there to say that. Because so, I don't think anybody would, You wouldn't be in the room if you didn't, that's right. you didn't have it, right?
1: So that's why I go back to I think there's only two for sures,
2: and it's, it's Ray and Randy. Did, and
1: I, I think after that, there's three spots that are, they're
2: going to have to vote and figure out. Did Terrell Davis making it last year? knowing that he was a guy like you, not a long career, but really impressive peak. I think and that's that's kind of the argument you always talk about, longevity versus did this player dominate for some period of time. Right. I think
1: uh, TD making it, Terrell Davis, and then Kenny Easley as well. He mm-hmm. made it last year in the senior committee. And both of them, I think I played one or two more games in both of them. Okay, Or, or maybe it's vice versa, but sure. basically close, it's the same close. career. Um, and I think that changed the viewpoint a little bit. And at least what people have said is like we need to look at greatness, right? Well, it,
0: it has the viewpoint of that, and Gail Sayers would be another guy, oh, yeah, you know, he, from which back is sure. a long right. the wrong yeah. time. Right. the original in baseball, the Kirby Puck. You know that the, there there are uh, cases for all the Hall of Fames in all of that, but maybe there's a case in the modern world now with injuries that we don't look at you as being soft or injury prone, or you know, he broke that, you know, whatever that is. It's this is a friggin' yeah. crazy game. It's a crazy game about toughness and. To penalize someone when they've already had their career taken away, you know, pile on, pile (laughs) on by, you know, because I do think that there's a little bit more kindness about that particular thing in any case because. You didn't elect to go away from the game, right? No, no, none right. none yeah. of you who had it taken away from That's you right. did that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think that 20 years ago it was much more macho. Uh, you know, longevity was the, the barometer sure. in a well, lot I, of ways, it,
1: you know? It, you know, like any Hall of Fame, it's subjective, And probably especially offense alignment because there's not really any stats. You know, you go to baseball, it's all about stats. You know, and in football, you have running back stats, quarterback stats. You know, you can go, you know, all the different things, you know, tackles and sacks and interceptions. Ours is a little bit different. But even with all the stats, Hall of Fame selections are are somewhat subjective. Sure. And so as you look at, I mean, each guy has his perspective. And when you talk about the longevity thing, it, it's, a, it's a great conversation. You know, if you're a voter and you think long, being really good for a long time trumps being great for a shorter period of time. I mean, and so that's a conversation that they have in that room. And I respect that. And I'm actually okay with it because that's the process.
0: Well, the Suggs thing this year has been fascinating because I've been here from the beginning with him. He was in the Hall of Very Good for a period of time and certainly one of the best, if not the best defensive player for that period of time. Chad Brown and I talk about this a lot because Chad was one of those guys. Chad was like... Dominant. I mean, like, if you want to take his best five years, I'll put it... Name name anybody you want. And he would be in that conversation. Then there's a guy like Suggs that blew out both feet yeah, it had a hundred million dollars, which guys 30 years ago didn't have. Could have gone off to Phoenix and dumb made movies and ball, no no, And instead, has busted his ass to get back. Not to be no offense to Dwight Freeney, a guy or a specialist guy, but still 15, 16 years into the league, running around at a level this year that blew our doors off. And I'm a Suggs detractor. I'm a guy that's dealt with him on a personal level, the bleach stuff, I, all of that. And I've just been in a room with him. He's not my kind of guy. And I. I've said that for 15 straight years. He's a Hall of Famer now, and he did it for me. My vote says at the end of the end to be able to do that, something that you didn't have the ability to do. He stayed healthy, got himself right enough that he could go out there at 35 and still make a case for himself. When you didn't have that yeah, it, opportunity. It, it's, a
1: great, it, and it's a great conversation, and, and Terrell Suggs is a good... Uh Subject for it because I would actually say he was great. You know, he was more than just really good for a short period of
0: time. I mean, he was defensive player of the year, wasn't 2011, he? 2011, right? Yeah. So I think there was a. Period but I think of he could have been gone four and a half years ago now, and had a really great career, yes, yes. and we would have talked about him in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he might have gotten in. But right? now I now, agree with you. Steve it, Smith, it, same thing. Came it, to Baltimore, and did that. It, I think it's. Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Steve is a little bit more on the borderline. I think it's a great conversation, and I love Steve. And I loved how he played. How he played, attitude wide. First bout Hall of I mean, the greatest. <laughs> right. right. Uh, you, but receivers are really hard now, so because the, because the numbers are so inflated, That's we true. almost have to reset what those numbers mean uh, because of the way the game's played now. But you know, you look at Terrell Suggs. I mean, I'm shocked at what he does. I I, I remember after he, he tore his second Achilles, and I not to anyone, just to myself. I watch him. He's done. He's never playing again. And all he does is come back and and you watch him. And I always watch guys from a perspective of how I'd block him. And half the time, it doesn't even look like he's moving, but somehow he's still getting to the quarterback. I mean, he's remarkable. It's, he's a lot of fun to watch. His grit, his uh, determination, just his ability to battle. Is, uh, and he's going to
0: come back and play again. And
1: I think, yeah, I... I, I <laughs> I don't know if he's a first-ball hall of famer, but he's getting in. Some
0: I remember asking him last year in Pittsburgh after we lost that the, the reach game on, on literally Christmas night. I was at his locker, and there's not a lot of visiting media anymore. You know, in, in our city, it's four or five guys a lot of them. And I went over and and I pissed him off. And I've I've never really pissed him off in a locker room setting. I've never asked him a question that he really burred up. I said, "Could this be the end?" And he looked at me like, I mean, he you know, yeah, he wanted to kill you. Yeah, and I, I was. I thought it was a fair question. I didn't think it was an unfair question no, yeah, a that that goes through your mind. And I don't know that I'll ever ask him it again because I don't know that – I mean, he's going to come back and play again. And, and what he did this year really, – really, I tip my cap because uh, there are very few guys that can make it through this mess of yours no, to tough. get to that point, to be able to prove he's themselves. A, he's a tough man. He's and then there's Brady on the wall here, and there's a well, whole different a, level. That goes somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, let's, I mean, he's like – we're all over That's here, and he, Brady's right.
1: over here. I mean, he's, well, I he's he's over with like Jerry Rice, and those right, all those guys will right. hang out in a different section.
0: I hope they put you in. I want to uh, hear your speech. It. And we're doing a trip already. We're so convinced Ray's going. Oh, he's in. We've he already guys, put the bus trip. Listen, sale. By the we're, buy the tickets, <laughs> buy
1: the hotel rooms. I mean, he's in. He's in. He's in. He doesn't even have to worry. I always about love it. spending like, time a, with you, man. It's <laughs> always like I feel like you know the old days. Like I never worried about getting cut, and you know, so cut day wasn't a worry. Now, this is like – it's a worry for me. For Ray, it's not a worry. He's like one of those guys that he's, he's guaranteed you're going to Champagne's on, us. on ice. on You don't dude. even know what the hell you do. <laughs> I'm not even
0: – I have nothing. Do to you play. sit in a room Saturday hand yes, out? You, yes, You, so you, you just oh, sit there. Oh, man. You know, I, the, the Aaron Rodgers thing, like on draft oh, night, man, just uh, that, I mean.
2: <laughs> well, this well is, he'll, sorry. He'll never have to worry about that <laughs> again oh, either. This Aaron guy Rodgers does will. have a little something called the Super Bowl to also ha- have. Yeah, not want to say anything about too. the game? Because we didn't even ask. I mean, we're idiots. <laughs> but, I mean. Yeah, I, yeah, we, I, yeah, I
0: feel,
1: you have enough people to talk about it. It's going to be a great game. I actually think it's a better game than, uh, you know, most people maybe. Uh, Philly's more talented. They're better, I think they're better. Uh, that D-line is no joke. No joke. But the problem is. New England has Tom Brady, so I'm sure. picking Tom Brady. It's
2: I mean, that's very, as easy it is harsh, to me. So. I mean,
1: I don't even know what else to say. I feel I don't like disagree. it's not, like, really deep insight like you want from an analyst. <laughs> like, hey, you break down the X's and O's. Okay, they have Tom Brady. They don't. I'm going to go with Tom
2: Brady. I
0: walked in. It's 10 below out here. I look up in the mall, and there's Tom Brady, and there's Nick Foles, and you're like, <laughs> hmm. Just as we you all know, envisioned you know, in I mean, August, right? and I'm, I'm not down on Nick Foles, and he seems like, of all the things you talk about, Wembley and composure, and, you know, if you're intimidated... He looked like he'd no, he'll been be there fine. before. I he'll mean, be fine. And not all these guys do no, look like that. No, he'll be fine. I'm not worried know? about that.
1: He'll be all right. But Belichick and Brady, man, they're going to make adjustments. They're going to do something. Until until they are behind with all zeros on the clock, they're in the game.
0: Well, we got invited to the Eagles post game celebration, so I'm E A G. Until I meet the f- <laughs> and the fans come through here, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! What the things I <laughs> hey, do, the things I do for Jim Schwartz and Joe Douglas, out of my love. I mean, I'm even like, I've even got this hat here. It's it. You, it look, it that's, that's It's ugly. Not re- Oh, that, uh, what, really? What, that, that's not a – is that so, allowed? So I, I'm wear, Well, it was a green initiative. It was It's a, a Raven's it was a, Earth, it was Day Earth Day. It's Raven approved. I, yeah. I saw it like a green hat, and I'm like, I just want to wear something that so they don't beat me up. Um,
1: well, can you imagine being in Philly if they win? They're going to burn it They're down. They're going to burn the city Whether down. Whether they
0: win or lose. I think but if they win That's it's That's why yeah, I didn't go last week. I mean, I'm an hour and a half away. Yeah, I My wife like, "Why don't you go up and support Schwartzy and go no, up there, you I know, if Tory, if they win." I said if they win, they're going to burn it down. They lose, they're going to And then at 9:30 in the morning, they got Crisco on the poles. Yeah, I, no I saw
2: something earlier today. They're not they're not bothering with uh greasing up the poles cuz they said it didn't help last week. Oh, it's going <laughs> to be it's going to be it's going to be a mess. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. All right. Good luck. All right, don't boys. Don't be too nervous, all right? Thanks, Thanks for having me. Good luck, it. man. I
1: don't think we play you guys next year, so
0: Ah, right. January of 19, perhaps. That's
1: when the next time we'll see it. On I- the
0: road to Atlanta. Are you going to me?
1: How is Harbaugh going to get that thing turned around a little bit up there? That's the big that's question. question.
0: We're going to be trying to figure. What I have said they're is, I'm going to be very hard pressed to walk team. out on the field in September and convince anybody that that they're better than Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't know how on paper they're going to get better than Pittsburgh, but in reality, they were play away from yeah. beating Pittsburgh. So there's not there's not that. What a,
1: a, heart, a heartbreaking loss to lose to
0: Cincinnati fourth down like that. I mean, that's unreal. We're still living with all that, <laughs> and the Patriots might win again, or worse. We'll have to deal with those cheesesteak eaters running around with a Lombardi trophy, I guess. I don't know. We
1: should have helped that out. We should have beat Patriots. Yes, yes. All right, Tony Buscelli, future Hall of Famer. I'm going to refer
0: to him in that case because that's what we're going to refer to him as. It's all brought to you by Howard Bank. Rofo is uh, also around the corner for you. Make sure you get that Rofo uh, rewards. Download the app. Use it. Save some money. Get some chicken. Save some money on your gas. Pump up. Do it all. Maryland Jockey Club and Laurel Racing this weekend as well. They are sponsoring us. Uh, All of our WNST stuff lives in the buy a Toyota.com audio of all 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world on your mobile device by downloading the tune-in radio app. We do come in crystal clear from anywhere in the world. Nasty at WNST.net finds me. He is Luke, Baltimore Luke, at on Twitter, and Luke at WNST.net. We're at the Mall of America. It's Super Bowl 52 ongoing coverage. We are WNST.net, AM 1570, WNST Towson, Baltimore, and we never stop talking. Baltimore Sports...